Now, if you have your Bible, let's go to Jeremiah 26. And we're going to read about six verses. If you'll notice in your Sunday morning Bible school lessons, you're learning about some names that you can't even pronounce. I was reading that one last night. Uh, as long as I've been studying the Bible, there are some names that those people had back there that I can't even pronounce. And some of those Bible words I can't even pronounce, but I do the best I can. You take Colossians. Years ago when I got in the church, some preachers was calling Colossians Colossians. But whatever you use, if we say Colossians or Colossians, it's all right with me, just so you, you're talking about the right book. You can call it what you want to call it. Yeah, but uh, now let's look at this text. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the other one of them names, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, uh, came this word from the Lord, saying, Thus said the Lord, stand in the court of the Lord's house, and speak unto all the cities of Judah which come to worship in the Lord's house. All the words that I command thee to speak unto them, diminish not a word. If so be, they will hearken and turn every man from his evil way. that I may repent me of the evil which I purpose to do unto them because of the evil of their doings. And thou shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord, If you will not hearken to me to walk in my law, which I have set before you, to hearken unto the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I sent unto you, both rising up, early and sending them, but ye have not hearkened. Then I will make this house like Shiloh, and will make this city a curse unto all the nations of the earth. Uh, in this land of ours, we have civil law and we are governed, we as Christians, we are governed by civil law as long as it don't violate the scriptures. But our highest law is God's law. Now, we have to obey God when man's law conflict with God's law rather than men. I think in Acts 5.29, it said we ought to obey God rather than man. Now, there are some things about uh, man's law we can reject. Sometimes we don't think we can, but we can. It's a long time before I made up my mind when I'd be a witness in courthouse to uh, tell that judge uh, what I belong to and according to the Bible I can't swear by an oath. You know they tell you to put your hand up on top of the Bible. 
and swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. It's a long time before I made my mind up to test the courts. And the last time I went to a court as a witness, a guy had broken tent and them through one of those windows in the fellowship room. And so they wanted me to appear before him. I said, okay. Said, Put your right hand on the Bible. And do you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth? I didn't put my hand on the Bible. I said, I will declare to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I said, Jared, that's against what I believe in the Bible. He said, that's all right. We'll accept that. That's the first time I tested it. But I tested it. You can do it. You just don't be scared. Don't let them intimidate you. Because <laughs> it'll scare you when you get in them courthouses. You get scared to death. Now, God have courts. And, but his court is a spiritual court. But let me talk about this earth. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Wood. I really knew it was so dry and smart. Now, if you studied your law, I want to know something about law, especially government law. I bought me a book, I don't know where it is, a lot of books gets away from me, and it's about our Constitution. I got it somewhere, but I don't know where I got it. And I read up on this uh, Supreme Court, and as far as the law is concerned. Now, the definition of supreme, it means highest in rank, power, and authority. Highest in rank, power, and authority. Now, Supreme Court, as far as our civil law is concerned, it is the highest federal court consisting of nine judges. Its decisions are final and take precedence over those of all other judicial bodies in the country. Now, you can't go no higher in this court. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm standing here to tell you, there is a court that's higher than our Supreme Court on earth. And that's God's Supreme Court. And in God's Supreme Court, he have one Supreme Judge. One Supreme Judge. Now, in Isaiah 33 and 22, for the Lord is our judge. For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. The Lord is our king. He will save us. He will save us. And in John 5 and 22, it says, The Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment 
unto the Son. So our one judge is Jesus Christ. God the Father is not going to judge nobody. But he's leaving all judgment up to the Son. Now, our Supreme Court in our country is a democratic system. But it ain't so with God's system. A lot of members don't know even what form of government the Church of Christ operates under, under rather. Now, we are not a uh, democratic church. Now, I think y'all know that. I think I told you that years ago. And under a democratic party, the laws are made by men. And they can be changed. But according to our system of government, government it is called a monarchy. And a monarchy system have one king and one lawgiver. Now, all other people are just enforcers of the law that has already been made. Uh, by the supreme lawgiver. Right. Now, in James 4 12, it said, Now there is what? One lawgiver. How many? One. One lawgiver. Who is able to save? Who is able to save? And to destroy. All right. Now, Matthew 17 and 5. God had to straighten his apostles out. Mm -hmm. Peter jumps up when Jesus was up on the mountain. Oh, yeah. He said, Lord! Let us build three tabernacles. In other words, let us build uh, three churches. But while he was still talking, a voice came from heaven and said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. You better hear him. So it's just one lawgiver. And then in Matthew 28, 18, before Jesus rose from the dead, he didn't have all power. He had limited power. But when he rose from the dead in Matthew 28, 18, he said, Now all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. Yes, now, now the laws of the land are not perfect. But according to God's Supreme Court, the law is perfect. In Psalms 19 and verse 7, it says the law of the Lord is perfect converting the soul. And then in Psalms 18 and 30, I think it said something about perfect over there, didn't it? As for God, as for God, his way is perfect. His way is perfect. Now, no mistakes here. No mistakes. We make mistakes in our civil authority, in civil law. In James 1, 25, it said, whosoever look at what? Unto the perfect law of liberty, that man shall be blessed, blessed rather, in his deed. Now, court is now in session. The devil's creatures are on trial. Well, we can put them on trial now and see what we come up with. Now, who are the devil's creatures? Let's get Matthew 23 and verse 9, I believe. Let's, let's start there. Matthew 23 and verse 9. Let's start there. All right. And what? And call no man your father. That knocks, out, that knocks out the priest. The 
Catholic priest, and call no man your father. On the earth. On the earth. All right. One is your father, which is in heaven. All right. Now, don't call, now, that's talking in the spiritual realm. I ain't talking about calling your daddy father. It's talking in the spiritual realm. But now, don't call in the spiritual realm. The, I know that's one of the devil's preachers. Anytime you see a priest uh, 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 receiving that title father, you can rest assured that he's one of the devil's preachers. Mm -hmm. All right, now, in Job 32, 21, yes, let's read that. Job 32 and verse 21. Yeah. Let me not, I pray you. Let me not, I pray you. Except any man's person. Except any man's person. Neither let me give flattering titles unto neither me. Neither let me give flattering titles unto man. Unto man. Yes, sir. Now, whenever a man were a father, that's a flattering title in religion. Uh -huh. And then Psalms 111 and verse 9. I think it says something about uh, uh, holy and reverend is God's name. Now, when a man calls himself a, a reverend, he's trying to put himself up equal with God. The Bible condemns that. We don't have what no, no, no man called reverend. The only reverend is God. Is that all right? You got a book for that. Didn't I just read it? And then in uh, Romans 14, uh, read this word. No, I, I will not go there because I lose too much time. But let, 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 me, let me show you that we got some devil's preachers in this right hand temple. All right. In 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 14, I got, I got to pick up some time here. All right. 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 14, what did it say? And no marvel. 2 Corinthians. And no marvel. For Satan himself. For Satan himself. It transformed into an angel of light. It is transformed unto an angel of light. Therefore. Therefore. It is no great thing. Therefore it is no great thing. If his ministers also transform. All right. If his ministers also transform. And the ministers of righteousness. And ministers of righteousness. Who then shall be according to their works. All right. Don't have to read no more. The devil has some preachers right here in temple. You, you identify them by the titles which they wear. Right. Anytime you see a man wear a father, anytime you see a man wearing the title of reverend, All you can right. rest assured he's not God's preacher. Right. And then, 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 you know, they call me that, but I'd be, I'd, I'd wear myself out. I'd say, look, man, don't call me a reverend. I don't do that. Eventually, I'll just tell them that I'm not a reverend. Even my own folks, they think they're honoring me. They, they'll write me, I got a card from my older sister this past week, and call me a reverend. Yeah, you know, I got some cousins here, they call me Reverend. I don't want to eat them up every time they call me that. What if they come to the Church of Christ? They'll find out that I'm not a Reverend. All right, but now, now let's, let's, let's get uh, number one here. They are against baptismal regeneration. Now, let's see if that's scriptural. Let's see if baptismal uh, regeneration is scriptural. Let's go to Titus chapter 3 and verse 5 right quick and see what we come up with. Not by works of righteousness. Not by man can be saved by works of righteousness. Which we have done. Which we have done. But according to his mercy. According to his mercy. He saved us. He saved us. By the washing of regeneration. I told you it's in the book. 
by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. And renewing of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. So we are saved by the washing of regeneration in water. Now, you don't believe it, the, the, the devil don't believe it, but it's in the book. And then Ephesians 5, 25, what did it say? Husband, love your wife. Husband, love your wife. Even as Christ also loved the church. Even as Christ also loved the church. And gave himself for it. And gave himself for it. That he may sanctify. That he may sanctify. And cleanse it. And cleanse it. With the washing of water. With the washing of water. By the word. By the word. So if you want, want to be saved, you have to believe in baptismal regeneration. That's how we, now when, when we are physically born, uh, you, you are born by physical birth. Uh, but, but when you're born spiritually, you have to be born of the water. Is that right? So you can't get away from the water. And they, they say all we talk about is water. No, we know what's in the water. Uh, you know, when you go to a barbershop, a barbershop is like a philosophy house. They talk about everything. And so my barber was telling me, he said, man, he said, why is it in barbershop so many different things? I said, well, that all, all goes with the territory. They talk about everything in a barbershop. And they try to get me involved somewhere, but I don't get too deeply involved with it. Because when I start to drop it wrong, they're going to run me out of there. So I, I, try, I try my best to stay away from too much of it. If they ask me something, I'll answer the question. But now, let's go here in 1 Corinthians uh, 6 9. Now, if it wasn't for baptism, uh, regeneration, a lot of us couldn't be saved. All right, let's go to 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 9. Let's start there. Know ye not your unrighteousness? Know ye not. What? Know ye not that the the what? That the unrighteousness that the unrighteousness shall not inherit shall not inherit the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. We don't. Be not deceived. Be not deceived. Oh, let me work here a minute. If it were not for regeneration, all the fornicators in the world couldn't. Be safe. Right, right. Fornicators and what else? Go wait a minute. Don't, wait a minute. Hold, hold, hold it. Don't get quiet here. Anybody in here guilty of that? Huh? Well, let me move on before I middle. All right, let's go on. No adulterers. No adulterers. No infamous. No, no. We used to have some preachers didn't know what they're doing. They get out in them old mouth meetings and said, if you've been married more than once in the world, you got to quit that wife and, and go back and get that first wife before you can be saved. That's the biggest lie that has ever been told. Y'all gonna do nothing but start a fight. That's all you're gonna do. So now, what I, I always raise the question. You've been married three times in the world. And when you get to the Church of Christ, one preacher tells you the only way you could be saved, you gotta go back and get your first wife. What if you don't know where she is? What if she living in Cape Town, South Africa? And you so poor you can't can't go to hiding now. <laughs> and then if you get up enough money to go down to Cape Town, South Africa, you get you get down there and and, and she's married to another man, you're gonna whoop him and take her? 
You can't do that. You get killed like that. <laughs> and so they say, God for us, is that right? We don't. All right, y'all know what that is, gay people. Abuse of themselves with mankind. Read on. Thieves. Thieves. Covetous. Covetous. Hold it. Wait, go back to I want to hit a little bit as I go. Some folks think go to a man's chicken house and steal his chickens, you're a thief. And some folks think that if you steal money, you're a thief. You're true. But if you're not giving right in church and you're making a whole lot of money, you're stealing too. You're stealing God's money. See, when I got in, we had that old thing about a dollar. And I happened to sit in the church in the back while all the brothers were dropping a dollar in. I thought that's where it's supposed to go. So when the plate come around, I drop a dollar. My wife said, you ready to come on that back seat so you can learn the truth. Come on up further in the church. My brother come back and got me and brought me up to the front. So I wouldn't be sitting back in there and knew I'd get in a bad habit. And so, ladies and gentlemen, you're stealing when you, you don't give to God what you're supposed to. Now, what else? No, drunkards. Drunkards? Wait a minute, that knocks out. That, they said, well, the Bible said you just don't get drunk. You can drink, but just don't get drunk. I ain't going into that, but I could, I could cut that to pieces. But I'm not, no drunkards. And what else? Well, uh, revelers. Revelers. No, let me go back to them revelers. That's why them people, what it can't be seen, making a lot of noise and doing some ugly things. You know, some women think they can't be seen unless they're twisting and shaking and going on. And they think men go for that. Well, every man don't go for that. So you can shake all you want to. Yeah, man, don't go for that. No, 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 no. And, and what else? No extortioners. extortioners. Shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now, these what he mentioned shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But you ain't through there. You got to keep going. All right, read on. And such were some of you. Now, such were some of you. You was in the world. That's right. What were some of you? You were adulterers. You were fornicators, you were thieves, you name it, that's what you were. Such were some of you, but what have happened? But ye are washed. Now, ye are washed. Washed in what? Water baptism. Yes, sir. Now, let's see, let's see if God will forgive you. All right, read on. But ye are sanctified. Now, you are sanctified. But ye are justified. That's enough justified justification for any man. You get baptized, your whole past life is cleaned up. Mickey Rooney can still be saved. He had nine wives, but he can still be saved if he submit to water baptism for the remission of sin. Is that all right? I'm a, I'm a book man. If you come to me, come with book. If you don't have book, don't bother me. All right, but I don't want to remember. In Acts 22 and 16, Paul told, uh, Ananias told Saul to arise and be baptized and wash away your sin. Now, here comes another one. This is false to the core. Can't fall from the grave. Now, remember, I got, I got the devil's preachers on trial. You can't fall from the grave. 
if you become a child of God, no matter how sinful you do, or how sinful you act, you can't fall from God's grace. And you know where they get that from? Let's go to John 10 and verse 27 and 28. Let's look at that for just a few minutes. John 10, 28. And, and I give unto, and I give unto them. And I what? And I give unto them. And I give life. unto them. Eternal life. Eternal life. And they shall never perish. Now they said, Jesus said, I will give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Now God said, Jesus said that. That's right. All right, read on. Neither shall any man pluck them. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Now Jesus said that. They said, Jesus said, could nobody pluck? We become a child of God. Can't no man pluck you out of his hand. Mm -hmm. And what else? My father. My father. Which gave them me. Which gave them me. Is greater than all. Is greater than I. And no man is able to pluck them. And no man is able to pluck them. Out of my father's hand. Now the devil, he uses that to justify the position on you can't fall from God's grace. Right. Now can't no man pluck them out of Christ's hand. But there's another point you have to look at. Get James chapter 1 and verse, I believe, Let's go to 14. James 1 14, right quick. Every man is tempted. Huh? Every man is tempted. Every man is tempted. When he is drawn. When he is drawn. Of his own love. And enticed. And enticed. When lust has conceived. When lust has conceived. It brings forth sin. It brings forth sin. And sin. And sin. When it is finished, brings forth death. Bring forth death. All right. Now, no man can pluck a person that comes a child of God. No man can pluck him out of Christ's hand. But the way James taught, you can pluck yourself out. See, every man is enticed and drawn away by his own lust. You're going to sin. Now, man ain't plucking you out. You're plucking yourself out. So you can fall from grace of God. All right, point number two. Well, we got that straight now with the devil. Now, here comes a sad one. They said, God is a principle and not a person. Well, devil, we still got your own trial. Let's see if God's a person. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 1 and start reading at verse 1. What did it say? Sundry times, huh? God who had sundry times, God who had sundry times, and in divers manners, and divers manners, spake in time past, spake in time past, unto the fathers by the prophets, spake unto the fathers by the prophets. We don't. Hath in these last days, uh huh, spoken unto us by his son. All right. Whom he had appointed. Who he had appointed to have all things. Of whom? Of whom? Also he made the world. Also of whom he made the world. Who being the brightness of his glory. And being what? The brightness of his glory. And being the brightness of his glory. And the express image of his person. Of who? Of his person. Who is he talking about? The Father? 
And the Bible says Christ is the express image of his father's person. Yes, the man. devil says he's not a father. God the Father is not a person. Well, that verse said God the Father is a person. Because Christ is the express image of his father's person. Yes, the father is a person and the son is a person. Yes, Deep, but that's that's the book. In John 8 and verse 18, uh, 16 rather, I, I got to hurry on now. In John 8 and 16, let's go and get, uh, get John 14 and 9, and then I got to move on down here uh, to this last point. All right, let's 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 get John 8 16. Let's read that. And yet if I judge, uh, and yet if I judge, yet if I judge, my judgment is true. My judgment is true. For I am not alone. Now, Jesus said he wasn't alone. That's right, right, that's right. Now, now, if Jesus said it, I got to believe it. All right, what else? But I and the Father. I and the Father. That sent me. That sent me. Wait a minute. How is the principle going to send anybody? <laughs> Anywhere. That's right. I and the Father that sent me, what? It is also written. Huh? It's also written in your law, in your law that, the testimony that the testimony of two men, of two men is, true. is true. The testimony of two men is true. All right, read on. I am one. Now, Jesus said, I am one man that bear witness, that bear witness of myself. Of myself. And the Father that sent me, that sent me, of me. That's two men. Jesus Christ, one man. God, one man. I, I, I don't look like no principal to me. They look like person. And then in John fourteen and nine, what do we have? I know that Jesus only don't like this. All right, we don't. Huh? Jesus said unto him. Jesus said unto him. Have I been so long time with you? Have I been so long time with you? And yet hast thou not known me? Yet thou hast not known me, Philip. Philip. And he, and he, uh, that hath seen me, that hath seen. seen the All right. Now, if you see me, you what? Have seen the Father. Now I know they saw Jesus because he was on earth thirty years. Now, and, and I know Jesus wasn't a principal. He said, if you see me, you see the Father. That tells me that the Father wasn't just a principle. He was a man just like Christ. Is that all right? Oh, I don't, have to, I don't have to work on that no more. I got a whole lot more I can do on that. But I'm through with that. Now, point number four, which is the last. God is in all churches. Get Exodus 20 and verse 5 right quick. And I got to move through here in a hurry. And give me Daniel 5, 27, and Revelation 20, 19, and 20. And then I got to, I got to close it down. All right, Exodus 20 and verse 5. What do we have? Thou shalt not bow down. Huh? Thou shalt not bow down. Thou shalt not bow down. Thyself to them. All right. Nor serve them. Nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God. For I, the Lord thy God. Am a jealous God. Am a jealous God. Not, no, no, no. God said he's jealous. And if God is in all churches, how can God be a jealous God? And he let all these false churches exist. It ain't so. 
And then in John 3 and verse 35, let's see what we got. The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son, all right, don't have to do it. He that believeth on the Son, had everlasting life. Now, Christ has all authority. All right, now, I'm returned to Jerusalem with mercies. All right, read on. I am returned to Jerusalem with mercies. Find it? Zechariah 1 16. I'm not getting it too fast, am I? All right, what did it say? Therefore, thus saith the Lord. I am returned to Jerusalem with mercies. Now, my house shall be built in it. Now, he puts the church in the terms of his house. Well, what is the house? His church. In 1 Timothy 3 and verse 15, Paul said, But if I tarry long, does thou mind know how thou ought to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church? Of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. Now the house is the church. How many houses did Christ build? Well, according to that verse, it said that uh, what? My house what? All right. Uh-huh. All right. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna close it out about the church with one verse. In Hebrew chapter 3 and verse 6, it says Christ as a son over his own house whose house are we. Now the house is the church. And then it says Christ over his own house, I mean over his own church. God is not in but one church. And that's Christ's church. God is not in no other church. No matter how the devil talks, I, I got him on trial here and I got him hooked tight. He is not in no denomination. He is not in Catholicism. He is not in Hinduism. And he's not in Mohammedism. He is in one church. And that one church is the Church of Christ. That's why I'm a member of it. Because it's the Church of Christ. Now the devil got churches. All the churches in the world that don't belong to Christ, which is the church of Christ, the devil owns all of them. But I tell you what, he don't own the church of Christ. Now, I found him guilty on four points. Now, in Daniel 5 and 27, when uh, Nebuchadnezzar was on trial, in Daniel 5 and verse 27, let's see what happened to him. He killed what? Daniel 5 and verse 27. All right. Now I win in balances. You are, you have been tried. Nebuchadnezzar, you have been tried. And what? And I found wanting. And I found wanting, you have been found guilty. Now, what's the punishment for the devil's preaching? Get Revelation 19 and 20, and I got to close it down. And the beast was taken. Huh? And the beast was taken. 
and the beast was taken and with him and with them thrown where? All right, and the false prophet, that, that's, that that, wait a minute, that's the preacher. Mm -hmm. And the false prophets were what? That wrote miracles before him. And wrote miracles before him. With which he deceived them. And when he deceived them. That had received the mark of the beast. That had received the mark of the beast. And we, them uh -huh. that worship his image. And them that worship his image. These both were cast alive. All right, the false preachers, these Boat was cast the line into the lake of fire and brimstone. They, the, the, the devil's preachers were found guilty, and the punishment is the lake of fire and brimstone. If they don't change their way of teaching and preaching, that's where they're going to end up. And it's so cold about this thing, they're going to be thrown in that lake of fire alive. You know what? Now, I, 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 I like things. But that thing that looked like a crow, lobster. I went to Waco one time with, with some of the members, and we went to that red, red something, lobster. And you know the way they do them lobster, them poor lobsters? They don't kill them. They clean them up and throw them in a pot of boiling water, alive. And you can hear them things squealing and going on. And I, I said, that's awful cold. I almost didn't want to eat it, but that's the way they get it. <laughs> Throw them in that boiling water and kill it. But I, I lost is expensive, too. But, but we know, I haven't ate too much lobster in my life. Uh, but I'll tell you what, he could eat. But now, let me say this. <laughs> I feel sorry for eating animals sometimes. Uh, but, but, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, that, that's true. Now, the false prophet and all his followers, they're going to be thrown in the lake of fire alive and brimstone. Now, you might think God is cold. God is not cold. God give everybody a chance to obey the truth and die in the truth. But if you don't do the best you can, don't blame God. God is a just God. And now, don't go to talk about what if. I don't care nothing about no what if. I'm trying to get it right now. I ain't stretching no white. What if? A whole lot of ifs can happen. But I ain't going to take no chances on no ifs. Somebody asked me, well, how, how long are they going to stay around in the lake of fire? I don't know. If you just throw you in there for a minute or two, that's enough. But the Bible says you're going to stay there ceaseless ages of eternity. That's a long time. If you hear you're not a Christian, you need to be one after all this. If this don't shake you up, I don't know what will shake you up. Now, how do you become a Christian? It's right here on the board. Here are the gospel, Acts 2 and verse 22. Believe in Acts 15 and 7. Repent of your sins, Luke 13 and 3, Acts 17 and 30. And confess Christ to be the Son of God, Romans 10, 9 and 10, Acts 8, 37. And be buried in the water of the grave of baptism, Colossians 2, 12. For the remission of sins, Acts 2 and verse 38. Get your sins washed away, Acts 22 and verse 16. And when you comply with these five steps of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Lord will take it over and add you to his church, Acts 2 and verse 47. And then, ladies and gentlemen, this is where you work. Be faithful till you die. I have presented unto you God's supreme court. 